What are you doing in my swamp? Some waterbenders ask the gang. Aang and Katara think this swamp is one of those magical things, but Sokka thinks it's one of those drop it and leave it alone things, and keeps chopping at the plant life. I'd say he's going the right way for a smack bottom. A swamp monster attacks them. This is the part where they run away. Can't they just settle this over a pint? You know, swamp monsters are like onions. They have layers of vines. This intro's going a little long. That'll do, Nick. That'll do. everybody. At last, it is time to discuss episode 24 of Avatar The Last Airbender. Nick Montagani here with Brendan Owlboy Riley. <laughs> oh yeah? Does that seem like a fair nickname for you? Who? You, my boy. <laughs> I see. Neither of us have played that Owlboy game is what we were just <laughs> no. talking about. There's not really anything to add to the story other than we both just said we haven't played it. Mm-hmm. But maybe one of us will get there someday. It seems unlikely. Unlikely, yeah. <laughs> Too many games to play, Brendan. You just told me how many games are still in your Steam library yet untouched. And it's, yeah. It's too many. It's uh, 500 plus. You're never going to do it. no. Nope, most of them I don't think I ever intended to. You just wanted to add them yeah, to the collection. I used to buy the Humble Bundles all the time. Oh, yeah, well, that'll do it. Yep. Oh, shit. I bought one of those charity bundles from whatever website that was, where it was like 3,000 games for $20 or something insane. Oh, my God. And I couldn't like wrap my mind around which games were in there that were like big games that I had heard of before. Mm-hmm. And now I don't even remember the name of the website, so like I'll never play them. Damn. <laughs> I know. They're oh, just well. gone. There's just 3,000 games out there floating around. I mean, my money went towards something that I felt good about paying for, but like I absolutely don't remember even what the cause was. Damn. <laughs> so somebody's somebody's benefiting from it. Um, hopefully it's me, but you know, only time will tell. <laughs> Humble Bundle used to do, I don't know if they still do, they used to do a Christmas, like, Yogg's Cast bundle, mm. and that was always, like, the best deal, because it was, like, ten bucks, yeah. and every day they'd add, like, two to five more things to it. Damn. Yeah. Well, then IGN bought Humble Bundle. And now it sucks. No. Now it's a monthly subscription. No. It's like a loot box. Yeah. Did you ever or get books. loot boxes? I did get loot boxes for a little while, until I came to the realization that I had too much garbage. Same. Like, just a lot of little plastic shit I didn't even really want. Um, <laughs> so I stopped it. 
my mom had gotten me a loot box subscription for like Christmas or something. And I said, mom, you gotta, you gotta stop this. I've got way too much junk. And most of the stuff that shows up month to month, like I don't appreciate enough for you to keep spending money on this. I have done a few other subscription boxes. I did one that was all like Japanese snacks. Like candies blue chew. and stuff. Uh, no, not blue chew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm currently waiting on one from uh, Vsauce on YouTube. It's okay. supposed to come with a set of dice that has a die for every number from one to ten. So like a one-sided die and a three-sided die. All the That's ones fun. you wouldn't expect. Yeah. So I, I bought it for that. Hold on a second. Wait a minute. A mm-hmm. one-sided die? Explain this to me. Well, it's like a cylinder, and it has tapered ends so that it's weighted on the opposite side of the one. So every time you roll it, it comes up one. Well, yeah, it can only be one. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of funny, actually. Yeah, I like that. That's the that's the joke of it. And then there's a... Like, it has the all the odd-sided uh, dice, and they're all, like, shaped funny to make them work. Can you tell me what a seven-sided... A uh, three-dimensional shape is called without googling, like you're trying to do right now. I'm not trying to, but uh, no, I couldn't. A uh, sept- uh, septahedron. You've got me convinced. <laughs> That's a guess. I have no idea. Write in and let us know. <laughs> yeah, gotta, gotta recap, recap at gmail.com. <laughs> All of our, uh, I almost said geography nerds, but that is not <laughs> the right word. Close uh, to it. Geometry. Though. Yes, yes, yes. There's the one. Like uh, I learned I, about in that that game about the war, about the war that happened mm-hmm. amongst the shapes. Amongst the shapes, yeah, it was a terrible. That game tragedy. had very little to do with geometry, or wars, or war. <laughs> more to do. Well, I don't know. Do you think it had more to do with geometry or wars? Well, I only played pacifism mode. So, oh, so geometry, geometry, yeah, definitively. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of like physical subscriptions going right now, but I did get an email the other day about uh, the next playbook in the Avatar Legends oh, uh, tabletop game that I had pre-ordered a long time ago and forgot that I did that. Mm-hmm. So, you like, pre-ordered this days, new book? Yep, I nice. did. I think it's based, I think it's like a Korra era based thing i don't even fucking i don't even remember like the, <laughs> they already have my money yep i remember when we're you, not even playing the damn game when you what's the word when you contributed to the patreon uh sure it was a pledge i think it was a kickstarter okay uh, that's what i mean kickstarter um you did that like a long time ago and then we're very concerned that it took so fucking long it did for you to get the thing and it and it did take a long time, and I was starting mm-hmm. to get frustrated with it, and then it finally showed up. I'm like, oh, good. It's all going to be worth it. It came in the mail. I tore the thing open, <laughs> stoked to look at it. I've even still got some of the pieces of it on my desk right now. Nice. Never played it. Yeah. Yeah. I got the uh, Vadi Vidya Dark Souls art book that they put out, mm-hmm. uh, and it took, I think, a year and a half for me to get it. Mm-hmm. Which felt really shitty because I paid way too much money to get my name in the book. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, and then I looked at it one time, maybe, and then put it on my shelf. See, this but one looks really nice look? here. Uh, it looks really good. Gotta love that. Yeah, right in there on a page full of other people's names. 
<laughs> me and all my friends. <laughs> uh, well, me and all my friends, which is just Brendan, are going to get into the recap of episode 24 of Avatar, huh? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yep, 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 yep. Episode 24 of Avatar The Last Airbender, titled The Swamp. The Swamp. We're going for a swim in the swamp. Yeah. You excited for it? Yeah. Looks a little stinky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you spent a lot weird. of time in swamps in your life, Brendan? Um, A decent amount. I kind of live in a swampy area. Swamp-like location. Yeah. Oh, shit. Cut that out. <laughs> My my town start is that, start that my town is very swampy. <laughs> Almost. And what myself. town is that exactly? <laughs> Somewhere. Forget about it. <laughs> uh yeah, we got some swamps. I got a lot of. I I grew up around a lot of like creeks, mm-hmm. but not very swampy areas. Yeah, it's it's really swampy here. It floods pretty often because of it. Sure. Um, but it's nice. Otherwise, if you don't mind the bugs. You and me got to get down to the bayou. Oh, I don't want to do that. That's where the real swamps are. There's snakes and alligators there. Yeah, but we can also eat a couple cups of gumbo. That's seafood, isn't it? Yeah. I hate seafood. Not a fan. Wild. That actually, I didn't think that about you, and it's kind of (laughs) blowing my mind right now. No, I I don't eat much seafood. Yeah, but I did one time watch you pour a root beer into like an espresso. Yeah, I'll do that. That's fucking good. I'm glad you brought that up. I love talking about that. I don't. So I don't trust your palate. That shit is so good. What's so good about it? It's bitter and sweet and delicious. Just like you, Brendan. Just like me. (laughs) (laughs) A match made in heaven. Yeah, there was a place I used to live in Vermont. Uh, and there was a place uh, on Church Street in Burlington, Vermont, that sells that. Uh, it's called the Dark Side. They sell that. Yeah, it's a Dark Side. There's a a place around there that makes like a homebrewed root beer. I think it's called Rookie's Root Beer. Okay. And they would put a shot of espresso in uh, Rookie's Root Beer that they pour out of like a, a tap, like a beer tap. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was fucking awesome. But if you so much as jostle the straw, the whole thing explodes. <laughs> it's the science experience. It's very volatile. Off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that does sound like the Powerpuff Girls intro, which is things <laughs> like going awry. Um, God damn, I haven't had a root beer. I haven't had a root beer in probably six or seven years. Really? I don't think I've had root beer in a long time. I drink a lot of birch beer, though. Like Interesting. More birch beer than I think anyone should drink. <laughs> Big Squamskit soda guy. That's a local drink. Yeah, uh, I actually don't get that one. I get um, just the Polar. These like dollar, ha- dollar one liter bottles of uh, birch beer. Delicious. I like their orange, dr- orange dry Polar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, this is such a regional conversation. <laughs> Previously on Avatar, moving on from that. <laughs> they should drink birch beer on this show. That would drive us birch wild. Birch beer is so fucking good. 
Uh, Aang needs a new earthbending teacher after Boomy resigned himself to imprisonment in Omashu. Mm -hmm. Said, I don't want to do it, Aang. You're on your own. <laughs> and then he pushed himself up the thing. <laughs> and I'm going to go for a ride. Wee! It's going to be really fun. <laughs> and Brendan's going to love it. I do love it. I still think about it all the time. <laughs> you could make a good gif out of that. And I just oh, yeah. hold on to it forever. I wonder if we can make it loop. Yeah, there's a way. He just goes up and then slides back down. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Azula has recruited her old gal pals mm -hmm. to help her hunt down not only the Avatar, but also her uncle Iroh and her brother Zuko. Mm -hmm. So here we go, Brendan. We start on Zuko and Iroh begging for money on the streets somewhere. Yeah. What a fall from grace. Mm -hmm. uh, Iroh doesn't seem too upset about it, though. He's doing fine. Probably not the first time he's been in this position. At least maybe the last time he might have been like undercover. He's just the kind of guy that panhandles whenever he goes to a new city. Just for Pick fun. A couple extra bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And meet, meet the passersby. Um, Iroh doesn't mind. Zuko fucking hates this. He says, these people should be giving us whatever they want. And Iroh says, they will, if you ask nicely. Mm -hmm. If you say, please. <laughs> A wealthy looking woman walks by and he makes big puppy dog eyes at her asking for some spare change. Uh, she does give him a couple coins and he says, the coin is appreciated, but not as much as your smile. Oh, there he is. Welcome back, he's, Uncle He's Ira. back, baby. He still <laughs> fucking got it. She goes, damn, Zaddy, and then walks off. Uh, Zuko's horrified by this. He buries his face in his hands. Uh, up walks this gruff-looking man with a couple swords slung across his back, and he says he'll give them a gold piece if they uh, offer him some entertainment. Mm-hmm. Zuko shrugs this off, but Iroh's like, I got this. He starts singing a song, the words of which are, It's a long, long way to Ba Sing Se, but the girls in the city, they look so pretty. Come on, we're talking a gold piece here. Let's see some action. Dance! Snake is so sweet that you really got to meet the girls from Da Sing Sing. <laughs> Nothing like a fat man dancing for his dinner. What do you think of the song? It's a great song. All-time classic. Mm -hmm. I did at one time tell you, Brendan, that there was a series of iconic Iroh songs on this television show. This is the next one in the series. Fuck yeah. Is he, that means he's going to sing it more? Uh, no, that means we're, this is not the end. There's more songs to come. Fuck yeah. Does he sing this song again? He should. I hope so. Can't remember. I wish it was like he got one song per season that he just sang over and over. <laughs> yeah, but we would want them to be like longer. Give him like a full musical number. Like a five-minute thing, background dancers. Dude, if they did a special episode of Avatar that was like a musical episode, like um, the Even Stevens or Scrubs did. <laughs> that was your first 
pole. Is yeah, the even of Steven course it's the Even Stevens one. That's pretty good. Because they sing about going to the moon. In 1969, yeah. not 1970, but one year sooner. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit, I remember so much of that. It was the influenza special. Oh, man, Brendan, I did. I gave you such a hard time for that being your first pull. And now I'm like, you know what? Iconic television. Yeah, fucking great pull. <laughs> it was a deep cut. You nailed it, my man. <laughs> Bonus episode. We'll mm-hmm. talk about even Stevens. Yeah. And then iRobot. <laughs> and then do the whole Shia LaBeouf catalog. Crystal Skull, yeah, we'll do every one of them. Uh, fucking Charlie's Angels 2. He was in that one? I haven't, I don't think I've seen it. He was. Wow. What an incredible moment for everyone. <laughs> holes, I mean holes. You gotta, of course you gotta, holes. You gotta give it up for With holes. another great song, Shia LaBeouf raps. He's got two shoes, two tokens in hand. He's got no respect because he is the new man. <laughs> I can't believe you know the lyrics. <laughs> I know the whole thing. Take a bad boy, make him dig five feet. We, we don't have time for this. Oh, Jesus Christ. A-R-M-P-I to the T. That was the most shocking thing <laughs> that's happened on this show. Do we want to just turn this into like a Holes fan cast? <laughs> I mean, kind of now. I, it already has become one. <laughs> Uh, no, we're not talking about the great songs from Holes. We're talking about <laughs> Iroh's great song, The Girls from Ba Sing Se. Uh, this guy, though, he tells Iroh to dance and swipes his swords at his feet. Iroh continues on with the song, but Zuko uses every bit of strength he has to resist the urge to just fucking plunge a fireball into this guy's chest. Yeah, he could kill this man right now. It could happen if he wanted to blow his cover and then they got to get out of town. (laughs) Yep. Probably would be worth it. This guy's an asshole. Yeah. I don't know. Uncle Iroh could handle himself, though, if he wanted to. Yeah. He's doing this of his own accord. (laughs) And he got that shiny gold piece, so. Yeah, worth it. Song and dance paid off. (laughs) He scoops it up and... Says, such a kind man, but Zuko disagrees with that <laughs> assessment. Um, Aang is flying along on Appa. Everyone is just kind of chilling out. And he stares down at a big green swamp below them. Mm-hmm. And he almost seems like he's entranced by it. Sokka notices that they're descending and he snaps Aang out of it. And Aang is like, oh, the swamp is like calling to me Man. as if it wants me to land. Yeah. What's that all about, huh? I don't know. That hasn't happened before, despite what Sokka says later. <laughs> That's too, well, Sokka says a lot of things that have happened. He's like, no, 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 this is nothing. Yeah, Aang is the only one on board for this. Everyone else thinks landing in the swamp is a bad idea. Yeah, probably. It's all wet down there. What is there for you, if not misery? Maybe there's wetness. Some, there's a cool alligator beast. What would or it be? Like a, a big scary ogre who just wants his privacy. Yeah, that would be great. The, the most famous swamp dweller I know. The Avatar Shrek crossover we've all been waiting oh, for. Oh boy. I've always said that Donkey is Shrek's uh animal companion spirit guide or whatever. <laughs> 
they call those. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it just makes sense. No, it just makes sense. Um, Aang's like, all right, well, I can see I've been outvoted here. And starts to lead Appa away. But out of nowhere, a giant tornado forms behind them. Mm-hmm. Aang gives Appa a yip yip. Sokka says, you better throw in an extra yip. Oh, is that how this works? I, th- I guess so. The more yips, the faster he goes. <laughs> Why wouldn't Aang just be constantly going, yip, 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 let's get out of here. <laughs> like riding on Epona in Ocarina of Time. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you, you have to be careful, though, or Appa runs out of carrots, and then yeah. you got to wait for them to reset. <laughs> yeah. It gives him like 30 yips in a row, and he does like a sonic boom. <laughs> be awesome, though. That would be really cool. I'd love it. Um, They try to get away, but the power of the tornado is too strong, and they start to get pulled in. Aang forms a protective bubble around them, but can't keep it up, and they get flung to the swamp below, Mm -hmm. where hijinks will ensue. Uh, Appa and Momo get separated from the rest of them. Yeah, it's like that episode of Pokemon. That I think we've talked about multiple times. That's not the first time it's come up on the show. <laughs> and every time it comes up, I bring up the episode where of, of King of the Hill, where they are yeah, the volunteer firemen the fire. and yep. Boomhauer thinks everyone talks like him. That's, I think, the best episode of that show. I wouldn't argue against it. R.I.P. Dale Gribble, by the way. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Very sad. That sucks. I know. Especially because they're I mean, rebooting that show. We'll do a 21 pocket sand salute. <laughs> ha cha cha cha. <laughs> yes. Ha cha 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 forever and ever. <laughs> they land in a big swampy puddle, completely surrounded by these humongous trees covered in thick green vines. Uh, Aang climbs to the treetops and calls out for Appa and Momo. Meanwhile, Katara points at Sokka and says, You've got an elbow leech. Yeah. Sokka panics and shouts, where? She's like, where do you, where do you think? You fucking moron. God damn it, Sokka. We name things so literally (laughs) in this world. That's actually what I was wondering. Is the leech actually called an elbow leech and it only bites your elbow? Or did she call it that because it was on his elbow? No, it's, it's the only place it can go. Its mouth is formed in such a specific way it can't latch onto you anywhere but. <laughs> just makes sense. Yeah, I guess so. That's just anatomy for I'll you. I believe it. That's just geometry for you. Yeah. As we discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, sure enough, yeah, there's this like 20-inch long <laughs> leech hanging from Sokka's elbow. It's gross. Yeah, it's huge. Some weird creatures going on here in the swamp, but I love it. Dude, fuck leeches. I've never had a leech on me. You got a leech on you ever uh, before? I don't think I did. My sister did, though. It was mm. freaky. I didn't like it. I don't care for that. If I saw that in person, it would also make me uncomfortable. Yeah, I was not a fan of that. Uh, Gross. We see Oppa and Momo. They are safe. But Appa's been tangled up in a mess of vines and is suspended above the swamp. Momo bites at the vines, cutting him free, and they splash down in the water below. Uh, Appa tries to fly away, but gets tangled up in more vines. There's no flying down here for this big guy. Nope. 
we're going to have to swim our way out. <laughs> that sucks. I know. I hate it. Through the That's not what I'm made for. Oh, I know. Think of all the elbow leeches he'll get. Yeah. How, he's got six elbows, that motherfucker. So he can get six leeches. Oh, my God. That's too many. That'd take all the blood right out of a guy. <laughs> yeah. Although, Oppa's got a lot of blood. We know it. Mm-hmm. Hey, Brendan, Oppa and Momo get their own, like, B-plot in this episode. That rules. Yeah, they do. Like that episode of Pokemon. <laughs> kind of like that episode of King of the Hill. Eh, we don't have to talk <laughs> about it. Um, Sokka starts hacking his way through the vines with his club axe thing. Yeah, it's more machete this time than I think it ever has been. We're learning more about this weapon in this episode than I think we've ever known before because he does even refer to it as a machete. Yeah, I don't I don't think it was bladed before. I don't think so either. I it thought always, it was a blunt instrument. Yeah, it always looked like a bone, like a big bone that he was swinging around. No, it's it's got a a sharp blade capable of slicing through big thick vines. Yeah, apparently, which is convenient because that's what they need right now. I mean, yeah, it's it turns out maybe that was what they made it for this entire time. They had it on his person for this episode <laughs> and knew once we get to the swamp episode, people will really start to understand the truth about Sokka. <laughs> then they'll appreciate it. <laughs> I'm not sure it worked, but we uh, salute them for trying. <laughs> um, Aang tells Sokka that he might want to be nicer to the swamp and stop doing this. But Sokka says, ah. They're just plants, and he jokes about, like, saying sorry mm -hmm. to them as he cuts through them. You know he's gonna get it by oh, yeah. his behavior. He's cruising for a bad time. <laughs> for not a lot of fun in the swamp. <laughs> Katara agrees with Aang uh, and says the swamp feels alive somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Sokka is cutting through these vines, we see an ominous first-person perspective of someone or something looking at him through a big green mess of vines. Mm -hmm. Very spooky. It's it's the swamp thing. It is the swamp thing. Mm -hmm. It's the creature from the Black Lagoon. It's a crossover episode. Yeah. We got all the crossovers today. They got the licensing deals in place. Although actually Universal owns both Nickelodeon and the Universal Monsters, which includes the creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh so they God, didn't they have to pull a lot of strings. But what if Dracula shows up in Jimmy Neutron? Ooh, I that feels like something that might have actually happened. Definitely in that show. probably. Yeah, that that makes too much sense for that yeah, show. Yeah, that, that feels very much like a Jimmy Neutron possible plot. What if Frankenstein shows up in Chalk Zone? Also something that might have happened. <laughs> I'm I'm these scenarios I'm listing are far too realistic. Yeah. Yeah, no, these are these are things that I could very well picture. What if the bride of Frankenstein shows up in Angry Beavers? That again, I th I think that did happen. Actually, I think that probably did. I, I think I Daggett mean, at least dresses up as the Bride of Frankenstein. I have like a a pretty clear picture in my head of that. <laughs> Is that in your spank bank? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> same brother. 
Uh, yeah, there's some spooky thing watching them in here. Uh, Appa is begrudgingly walking through the swamp and reaches a big root that he can't fit over or under. So he just flops down defeatedly. <laughs> I guess that's it. This sucks. I'll die here if I have to. <laughs> at least nobody will try to eat me in here. Yeah, at least he's got that going for him. He's too big to eat. No, you couldn't finish him. That he, the, It would spoil before you'd be able to get through all of him. Mm-hmm. What a waste. What a waste. Uh, Momo pulls out the bison whistle and starts blowing hard into it. And in return, Appa flattens him with his massive tail. <laughs> Fucking knock it off. You love to see these two out on their own in this episode. Yeah. Also, it's good stuff. It's establishing that Momo has the whistle. That's true. Or at least it was among the uh, stuff that was left on Appa's saddle Mm -hmm. when everyone else got separated. I would think Aang should be carrying that around in his pocket all the time. Just constantly. yeah. Yeah. I would always have that on me. Isn't that kind of the whole purpose of it is to summon him in like a sticky situation? Yeah, but you leave it on the saddle. Foolish. Yeah. What if you get blown off the saddle by a big rogue tornado? That's something that can happen in this world. Yeah. We found out about that pretty recently. (laughs) Yeah. I saw it happen. He won't make that mistake again. Possibly. I bet he will. He's pretty dumb. He's 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 a stupid kid. Um, at night, they're still searching for Appa and Momo. Uh, everyone is kind of spooked by the swamp sounds and smells all around them. Uh, Sokka ensures everyone they're fine, though. Suddenly, there's a deafening shriek, and they all hold each other and look up to a tree branch to see this pudgy little bird that is letting out just this absolutely terrible noise. Yeah, it's really good. This is... A great bit. This is a top 10 Avatar bit, is this bird that shrieks with a very high-pitched noise. It's a human voice. This shouldn't be. This thing shouldn't make this noise. I'm glad that it does. Yeah, I mean, it shouldn't, but we're better off for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They decide to make camp, and Sokka's going to start a fire and is hacking away at more tree branches, despite Aang's continued pleas to stop doing that. Uh, But Sokka's like, hey, you know, actually, I asked the swamp, and it said, we're cool, Sokka. You're my best friend now. (laughs) I'm glad you're here, finally. Yeah. Fuck these other guys. Leave them behind. Would you like to play Super Nintendo with me? (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Katara asks the age-old question, does anyone get the feeling that we're being watched? Mm -hmm. I mean... That always means, yes, you are being watched. Yeah, of course. That's code for duh. And they should even say that to her. Like, Katara, maybe we weren't, but now we definitely are. If you have to ask. (laughs) You blew it. This is on you. Um, Sokka swats at this little bug that turns into a big ball of light and flies into the trees, revealing bright eyes looking at them from all over. Um. Momo and Appa have stopped for the night, too. Appa is trying to sleep, but the constant sounds of swamp critters is driving Momo insane. Yeah, yep. He cannot settle down. This is way too much. I probably would be acting like Momo in this scenario, though. Mm -hmm. And I don't have a little monkey brain. I have a big monkey brain. Yeah. Fuck swamps, though. 
Fuck Swamps. It's scary. He's skittering across Appa's back, and Appa's had enough and lets out a huge roar, which silences the entire swamp. <laughs> it's really good. Enough already. <laughs> Can a guy get some shut-eye? The gang falls asleep sitting back to back to back, which I think is funny. Yeah, you gotta watch out. Yeah, they... It's like, oh, you take watch, and then they all fall asleep immediately. Mm -hmm. That'll work out good. Uh, From the shadows creeps that viney creature with the first person POV again, and one long vine slowly slithers in and wraps its way around Sokka's leg and up his entire body before dramatically cutting to commercial. So whatever's on the other side of commercial break is going to be very erotic. (laughs) This is my exact thing. Yeah. I think I saw this in a Bruce Campbell movie. (laughs) Yeah. Not not too far off. Um, The vines wrap around Aang and Katara, too, and suddenly they yank the children away in opposite directions. And they all scream as they disappear into the fog. Sokka manages to cut his way out of his vines and runs. Uh, Katara bends the swamp water into like a razor sharp edge, which she swirls around herself to cut the vines. Pretty cool. Yeah, she should do that more. She does a lot of things in this episode that I'm like, Katara, you should always be doing this. You should be doing that. That seems like the best move. You knew how to do this the whole time and you didn't tell anybody? (laughs) You can make actual blades of water. This seems very dangerous to other people and sometimes you gotta live a little dangerously yeah she's playing it too safe fool idiot that's gonna get you killed Mm -hmm. uh ang is all wrapped up and blows a big air bubble around himself pushing the vines apart Uh, and he leaps away and the vines chase him briefly but he manages to escape but now everybody's separated from each other that's bad news you don't want that in a horror situation no, it's uh, when you separate the party, the odds of survival go way down. Yeah, it's uh, it's too late. They didn't they didn't mean to do it, Brendan. The swamp set the terms for them, and now well, they got to live with it. They should have disagreed. They should have disagreed. Uh, but don't fear, Brendan. They are not alone in this spooky swamp. <laughs> oh, good. Far from it, actually. Mm hmm. Two people are looking down at Appa's big, muddy footprint, and we see two men wearing nothing but little loincloths and big leaves for hats. Yeah, the swamp people. It's the swamp folk. Uh, One is this tall, gangly weirdo, and the other is a short, pudgy weirdo. Both weirdos. Yeehaw, wouldn't you know it, Brendan? The swamp people are the hillbillies of the Avatar universe. Of course they are. It just makes sense. They're out here making moonshine in the swamp. <laughs> yeah. You always knew they were out there somewhere. You just didn't know what locale they'd be at. <laughs> yep. When we'd finally get there. But we found them. Try not to happen upon there still. No. It's, it's dangerous. That thing could explode if you look yeah. at it the wrong way. Or they'll kill you for finding it. That's true, and then they'll spit in a spittoon. Yeah. Putting. <laughs> the uh, fat one is named Tho, and the tall one is Do, and they poke at the footprints with a stick. 
And in thick southern swampy accents, they ponder what in tarnation made them prince. Uh, <laughs> it must be a, one of them Sam squanches. They're out in these parts, you know, mm-hmm. I heard. That's where they uh, live. They they hide just over the bend in out-of-focus bushes. <laughs> over yonder. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Uh, See that part of the woods over there where everything's blurry? That's where the Sam squanch is. <laughs> if only we could get higher quality cameras. <laughs> but they haven't made them yet. Nope. Not in this universe, anyway. <laughs> Somebody tries to sketch it, and it's just all smudgy. It's just, yeah, it's it's just one big black square. <laughs> Why did I draw that? Mm. Um, Though reckons he knows what kind of critter made that print, though. He says, dinner. Ooh, gonna eat it. He also uh, aptly notes that it has six legs based on a single footprint. That's, yeah, taking a bold leap, but absolutely nails it. Yeah, 100% spot on. Good trackers, these weirdos are. They've got nothing else to do out here, Mm -hmm. but learn the lay of the land and God's scary creatures. (laughs) Uh... Something about the idea of Appa being someone's dinner is just, like, very depraved to me. Yeah, it's a little weird. I hate it. because you see him as, like, family. Or even, like, a horse. Well, I wouldn't eat my horse. Yeah, exactly. Unless you dared me to. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it would take. (laughs) That's all it would take. Unless you said, like, it looks pretty yummy, and I'd be like, okay, well. (laughs) Do it. You won't. (laughs) God damn it, I will. (laughs) I can't look weak in front of Brendan. You got me. <laughs> I'm sorry, Snowflake. <laughs> Gotta <laughs> Brendan dare me too. <laughs> There's no other way. You've been such a great companion, but now you're gonna be a, a great appetizer. <laughs> uh elsewhere Appa is floating along. Uh, Momo chases a fly onto what appears to be a log, but is actually a big catfish gator. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like these guys. <laughs> fuck, fuck yeah, do it to them. Yeah, catfish gator. It's like they threw all the bayou creatures into one creature. Except it's not a giant snake. That's true. Giant catfish gator snake. <laughs> and Prawn. crawdad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All in one. (laughs) Uh, It's good stuff. Um, It chases Momo, but it swims right into Appa's waiting open mouth. (laughs) And Appa sucks on it like a pacifier. It's like a very weird shot of Appa with this thing wriggling in his mouth. He likes it. He's kind of into it. Appa's a big old freak. (laughs) This just awakened something in me. (laughs) I don't know. Not me. I'm not a fan. If I don't see it again, <laughs> I'm better off for it. <laughs> um, so now the children need to find each other. Uh, Katara calls out for them, but look, looks across the water from her and sees someone with their back turned to her. Mm-hmm. And she approaches them, and as she gets closer, she realizes she recognizes who it is. And it's her mother. Mm-hmm. Long since dead at the hand of the Fire Nation. Mm-hmm. 
But here she is in the swamp. I recognize I don't know. the back of that head. <laughs> Mom? I, I, I see that every single night in my dreams, probably. <laughs> I, this whole thing is actually very sad. Her eyes fill with tears and she joyously calls out Mom as she runs to her and reaches her hand out to her mother. But the camera spins and then a light shines through the trees, revealing it's nothing but a tree stump. Mm-hmm. Maybe her mother really did resemble a tree stump though in life <laughs> that's what i'm thinking yeah she wasn't a looker <laughs> and she still keeps going mom why aren't you talking to me <laughs> mom, mom mom i'm right here i'm so happy to see you <laughs> what a reunion uh but she realizes when she realizes what's going on she gasps and falls to her knees just like utterly wrecked yeah that so that's sucks. cool <laughs> we love to see that huh yeah well, good thing that's it for for sad scenes. Yeah, no more personal tragedies that people <laughs> need to work through, huh? Let's uh, move on to happier times. You know what I think is actually uh, kind of funny is the contrast between hers and Sokka's. Yep. <laughs> hers is like my long dead mother, whom I love very much. And Sokka's like this girl I knew for a week. But she did give him a smooch and like she that goes did. a long way. <laughs> yeah. No, that's uh, number one in Sokka's book. He's stumbling along just... He's just fucking stabbing the water now. Yeah, I mean, I would. There's alligator catfish in there. That I mean, yeah, it's the safest thing to do is every time you take a step, like stab in front of you to make sure there's nothing waiting. Yeah. So, he knows what he's doing. He's on to something. Yeah. He falls on his face in the water, and when he looks up, there's a bright white shimmering figure and he moves closer and we quickly realize, yes, it's Princess Yue in her moon spirit form. Whoa. Who it was not that long ago that we saw her in mm-hmm. reality, but he didn't think he'd get another chance. And here no. she is once again. Since she is the moon spirit, though, she could appear to people like that. Right, like You'd she, have she could apparate. So. This is more like uh, of a likely situation than their mother appearing in this swamp. Agreed. Um, the spirits seem to be able to just yeah, kind of mosey on in whenever they feel like. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, you're, you're right. This this could have actually happened. This might not have even been just like a crazy vision. Yeah. This might have been real. <laughs> Hard to say. If not for what she says to him, I don't think she would say those things. Well, I don't know. Maybe she's gotten bitter after all this time (laughs) up in the sky. Maybe. Sokka, I'm so bored up here. You could have tried harder. I'm so bored all the time. (laughs) He hated. I liked being a person. (laughs) Sokka's like, well, it wasn't really my fault. And well, you contributed. Yeah, he didn't stop it. No. He, uh, Tries to convince himself that he's not really seeing this, but he can't help but look up at her. And Princess Yue looks down at him and in an echoey voice. Yeah, that is exactly what she says, Brendan. She says, you didn't protect me. Yeah. Ridiculous. You idiot. Yeah. He did, though. <laughs> she she consciously made that decision. Yeah. She, <laughs> she was safe. Mm hmm. 
but the world was not. No, waterbenders <laughs> never would have bended water ever again. <laughs> and then we never get to see Katara's cool knife slicing water. <laughs> Or Aang's fun little octopus trick that he did in that Fuck other episode. Yeah. And that would be a shame if we didn't have those moments together. Mm-hmm. So thanks for dying, teenage girl. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, he rubs his eyes and when he looks back, she's gone and he's upset and turns around and then she's directly face to face with him. Mm-hmm. She says, boo. <laughs> She says, Sokka, look at this picture. She sends him an email and says, look at this room and tell me 10 things that are wrong with it. And then after 15 seconds, a big scary face appears on the screen and goes, ah, oh, no. that's too spooky. <laughs> then she says, I fucking got you, you idiot. <laughs> and everyone has a good laugh. Um, now he falls over and then looks up and she vanishes for good this time. So, yeah, super cool. This is super cool and fun what everyone's going through right now. Yeah. Everyone loves all these dead people that keep showing up. Yeah. Well, luckily for Aang, we've spent enough time with, like, his personal trauma with dead people, with, like, the airbenders and shit. We've done that enough times that, like, they don't need to do it to us again in this episode. Like, yeah. that's well-trodden territory. I'm glad they didn't. Not a, not again. Mm-hmm. His old master would show up. Aang, you never came home. I know. You've like, told yeah, me this. off, guy. Come on. <laughs> I already apologized. Jesus Christ. Get some new material. Seems like you're the one not willing to move on. <laughs> All right, uh, okay, I'm going to go now. Ah, oh, jeez, Aang. Fuck. All right. God. God damn, that really hurts. Well... <laughs> I'll I'll see you around. No, you probably won't. No, come on. Enough. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to go hang out with the other spirits now. Yeah, good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I'll see you when I'm dead. But even then, like, probably not. I'm kind of pissed at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> They'll make up eventually. Uh, Ang calls out looking for everyone but stops as he sees someone up on a hill in front of him. And it's this little girl that we've never seen before. Wink, wink. Yep. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> this little girl in a fancy dress standing next to a, a boar with wings, which is pretty badass. Hold on. What were you getting at? Have we seen this girl before? <laughs> well, not on this television show. Don't worry about it, Brendan. Hmm. Not yet on this television. Don't worry about it, Brendan. Okay. This is even explained later on in the episode. <laughs> Don't worry about it. it. <laughs> we'll get there. She lets out a little giggle like a Korok. <laughs> yes. Yep. This whole I thing is extremely Korok-y to me. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We're playing in the Lost Forest, I think. Yeah. Seems like it. Even like the aerial shot that they give of this entire swamp looks like the Lost Forest from Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. And the way that they explain what this place is, it could very much be that kind of thing. Heavily inspired. Mm -hmm. Basically a direct ripoff. <laughs> Although I guess technically the Lost Forest came first. Oh, we don't have to get into it. 
It was in the first game, wasn't it? Yeah, it sure was. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll call up the lawyers. <laughs> the lawyers for two companies that we're not related to just to make sure they start a dialogue. Yeah, we just want to see them fight. We'll get them on a two way call and then we'll drop out and <laughs> like they'll be like, you called me. No, you called me. And then we'll have a good laugh about it. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Uh, yeah, she lets out a little laugh and then runs away and Aang chases after her, but she keeps appearing high up in the trees or like below him on the ground. Mm hmm. She's very slippery, that one. You can't pin her down. Nope. She's always got a way out. Yeah, she's sneaking around. She's got secret shortcuts through the trees. She's been in this forest a long time. Mm-hmm. Maybe? I don't know. Brendan, I've, I've, I've even... I feel like I almost slipped up with a little hint of something earlier. <laughs> it's not really that big a deal. You it's you know what? I can't say anything else. I'm backing myself further into a hole. I see. I see. You'll figure it out. I got gotcha. you. Uh Appa and Momo don't have any hallucinations to worry about. Uh, instead, they have some very real problems that they're facing down right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they stop in their tracks as the swamp people float up on three boats in front of them. Uh, Though is here, he's licking his lips, just looking at Appa. Yeah. Look at that big thing. I'm going to eat that thing. It's fucking sick. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I don't know. None of us have ever seen one of these. We have no idea <laughs> what it tastes like or even if you can eat it. But it looks delicious. <laughs> I'm going to give it a try, goddammit. <laughs> uh, do asks if there's a little hairy fella riding on top of Appa. Yep. <laughs> Which is not wrong. I mean, Momo is a little hairy fella. Yeah, yeah. And there is a saddle on Appa. I have such a problem with that. Like, they don't... Th- they they think this thing is wild, but it's carrying, like, all of these objects. Yeah. <laughs> Guess they just don't care. Or they're just very stupid. Yeah, or very hungry. Or all of the above. Mm -hmm. Check every box and we're describing the (laughs) swamp dwellers. Uh, Tho says, no, that's a lemu, you idiot. Yeah, and it's not. No, it's not. (laughs) Right, okay. Like when he said it, I was like, a lemu? Is that what we've been saying the whole time? I thought he's just a lemur. Like he's one of the he's one of the few animals in this show that isn't two animals put together. He's yeah, Momo is what he should be. Although lemurs can't fly. He's just a regular ass Zabumafu. He is, and we love him for it. Mm-hmm. Uh but though is misinformed on what lemurs are. To him, it's lemurs or nothing. Mm-hmm. I would like to see a lemur crossed with an emu now though. Okay, well, gotta recap at gmail.com. <laughs> Send us your fan art of what that creature should look like. Um it's not gonna be good. I hope it's not. Or I hope it is. Either way, send it along. <laughs> Either way, we're going to all come out on top. <laughs> come on now, fellas. Just a little closer. Nice and easy. Nothing to worry about. We just fixing to eat you. What'd you say that for? Well, we are. But you don't have to tell them that. Well, how'd I know they'd understand me? Come on. Don't you know animals speak English? <laughs> 
Well, Abba does immediately turn tail and run away and do rightfully questions like, how was I supposed to know that it would understand me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. How should he know that? An animal shouldn't know what you're it's saying. A really good point. Why do, why do animals speak English on the show? <laughs> they understand everything. Yeah. Which must suck. If you could understand everything that's being said to you, but you can't communicate really in any way. That's yeah, got to like suck. A prisoner in your own animal body. Yeah. Although we've seen Appa and Momo have full-on conversations before. With one another, yeah. yeah. So, I do think that's funny in cartoons that, like, animals, like, cartoons with humans and animals in them. Yeah. And every animal can speak to each other regardless of what species of animal it is. Yep. That doesn't seem realistic to me, but I, no. I do They would like probably it. speak different languages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then they have to learn each other's language. You got like birds barking at dogs. <laughs> they go, I don't understand your accent. What do you say? <laughs> Centipedes making dolphin noises. Oh, that sounds horrifying. I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> what a nightmare. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta recap at gmail.com if you want to do a, like a 3D animation of a centipede making a dolphin noise. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't need to sleep anymore. I, I want nothing to do with that. <laughs> Send it our way. Actually, I'll give you Brendan's personal address <laughs> and you can show up and like show it to him on an iPhone. <laughs> He'd love it. Um, so now we get to have a good old fashioned swamp chase. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. Um, and Brendan... We know that if you're boating in the swamps, mm -hmm. as you do, yep. Uh, there's really only one method of transportation that's going to get the the job done. Mm -hmm. A big stick. A big stick does work. Okay, so there's really two methods of transportation <laughs> that are going to get the job done. One of them being a big stick, mm -hmm. and the other one being God's gift to redneck kind. The fan boat. Yeah. Love me a fan boat. Never seen one in person, but I admire them. Yeah, fan boats look cool as hell. Good swamp means of conveyance. Uh, the only problem is, is that there's no fans in the Avatar universe. Mm -hmm. So fan boats as we know them are not going to work out here. So they're all just sitting in these boats going, damn, I wish we could invent fans. <laughs> What's a fan? Oh, don't worry about it. We really put the cart before the horse on this one. We're just sitting here in these boats with nowhere to go. <laughs> no I lost means, my big stick. No means of propulsion. It just just floating and hoping the currents take us in the right direction, which they usually don't. Because swamps don't typically have currents. <laughs> we we're very stupid people. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be tough for them to propel fan boats without any fans. But, Brendan, I have good news for you. What's that? There's no problem here at all. Why? These men are the fan boats. Oh, my God. They're transformers. They're rednecks in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> Do and some of the other men on the other boats stand up and start twirling their arms slowly at first. 
and then faster. And then suddenly their arms are flailing wildly around in the air. (laughs) That's how that works. It looks absolutely ridiculous, but it does work and the boats take off in a hurry. (laughs) They're waterbenders and they have made themselves into human fan boats. That's very funny. (laughs) There's got to be a better way. No, no, this is the way. Couldn't they just constantly like lift up a bunch of water on like towards the back of the boat so they're constantly like going down a wave? Brendan, I told you we're in the swamp. Right. There's only one way. <laughs> right. I mean, all right, fair, yeah. If you don't have a fan, you have to be the fan. <laughs> so, they've got it covered. It's very very funny. <laughs> um Appa is skipping across the water, running away from them. Some good banjo-heavy chase music kicks in. You'll love to see it. Fuck yeah. Yeah, so these men are waterbenders, Brendan. Yeah, look at them go. Interesting. It does touch on something that we talked about in an earlier episode. I don't recall exactly which one. Uh, But we were kind of wondering, like, why is each bending style... Like, solely dependent on where you live. Mm-hmm. And this, what we're looking at here, like, kind of throws that out the window. hmm Because we are firmly in the Earth Kingdom right now, and these men are waterbending. But we are in a very watery part of the world. I wonder if, then, it has, like, something to do with what's at hand. Mm. Like, anyone anywhere could bend something, but... There's like no water in the desert, so there's no waterbenders ever learn to waterbend. So they just never know that they could. Well, you've got air everywhere. Yeah, but air, air as a physical concept is difficult for some people to grasp. I'm even confused just hearing you say that to me. (laughs) Exactly. And we all know from the last airbender film that you need an open flame around to be able to firebend. Yeah, so only people who live near open flames all the time <laughs> would ever learn it. They don't have anything like that in the Earth Kingdom. No, the Fire Nation's just constantly on fire, like that swamp from The Princess Bride. Yeah, it's and how convenient for them. It gives mm-hmm. them the source of all of their power. Yep. It's hell on your hands. You'll burn the shit out of them. Oh, yeah. Also, those rats. Fucking huge. Very large. Uh, You hate to see it. (laughs) Um, Aang is still chasing after this little girl. Uh, She finally stops and he runs to catch up to her. But right as he's about to reach her, it's actually Katara standing in her place. Mm -hmm. Katara, what the fuck? Why'd you do that? You were running away from me this entire time? <laughs> God damn what are you it, talking Katara. about? How'd you get I so fast? <laughs> How did you learn the ins and outs of this forest? We only just got here. You've been holding out on me? You some kind of swamp witch, Katara? What was that weird pig you were hanging out with earlier? <laughs> she says, I, well, I've called Sokka that before too, Ang, but he's my brother, so I'm allowed <laughs> to say that. Very good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The weird pig is a D&D creature called a hollyfint. Mmm, okay. Mm-hmm. I there like that. Go. Yeah. There's got to be a lot of weird D&D creatures living in this swamp. Probably, yeah. 
we don't explore that far. We get so many good animals, but you know that like there's so many more that are just never touched on. Yeah, all the trees could be mimics. Could be. Gonna eat you. Probably are. Mm -hmm. All the trees are one tree? I don't know. We'll talk about it. <laughs> um, yeah, Aang plows right into Katara, and they go flying through some vines, slamming directly into Sokka as well. So they're reunited. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sokka and Katara yell at each other like, where have you been this whole time? Aang says that he was chasing some girl in a fancy dress. Uh, and Sokka mocks this, but Katara says, I had a vision. I saw our mother. And Sokka admits that he saw Yue, but he says, but I think about her all the time. Mm -hmm. Constantly, every day, every waking moment of every day. It's all I can think about. I'm usually, that's if I ever seem like I'm in outer space when someone's trying to talk to me, that's what I'm up to. It's a living hell. I hate this. I'm so sad. <laughs> Suck it up, Zaka. We got shit to do. <laughs> we got a mission here. You better keep that shit in check. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, And yeah, the obviously Katara thinks about their mother too but ang's like yeah i didn't know who this girl was at all though so like what's the deal mm -hmm. with that huh maybe it was meng oh, i wish it was meng mm -hmm. this would be the time to bring her back would be could have been I, there for no specific reason other than i just want her back yeah i got a, a meng shaped hole in my heart <laughs> and only her oddly shaped hair can fill it <laughs> that's how you know who it is <laughs> yeah, it's, <there's, laughs> you can't mistake that for anybody That's else. That's the defining feature of the silhouette. Can't accept, you can't mistake that for anyone else except for maybe like Krusty the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you've ruined Mang for me. <laughs> no, 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 she's still good. She's still good, I swear. Yeah, well, the next time Aang goes back to the fortune-telling vision or village, uh, Mang comes out and says, hey, hey. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, no, she's better now. I made her better. <laughs> she's who she always was destined to be. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they are having this conversation about like, oh, well, we knew who these people were in our visions. And Aang's like, yeah, I didn't know at all. It's like how they say, Brendan, that every person that you see in your dreams is somebody that you've actually seen in real life. I've heard that. Yeah, I don't think that's true. How can you prove that? You can't. It's impossible to prove. There's absolutely no way. It's like that thing they used to say how people would dream in black and white, which is also not true. No, I mean, I don't dream in black and white. Have no. I ever dreamed in black and white? This is an interesting question. So. There's a study that shows that it was based on uh, television. When they did the study that showed mm. people dreamed in black and white was when they had black and white TVs. And people were just generally had lower IQs back then. Yeah. And they were stupid. <laughs> they were just dumb. They didn't it's, know about they, colors. They couldn't dream colors. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Not enough it's, brain power. <laughs> they see a rainbow and their heads fucking explode. <laughs> this is goes against God's plan. <laughs> uh, I one time had a dream that I was the guitarist in a band. Yeah. Even though I don't know how to play guitar. Uh, and the bassist was some woman who I don't know, mm -hmm. which is why I'm like, oh, yeah, is this true that like people you see 
in your dreams, like you've actually seen them before. It's an interesting idea. But the singer of the band was Axl Rose, who I do know very well. Nice. So in my dreams, I play guitar in a band for Axl Rose. (laughs) With some random woman. (laughs) With some woman I don't know. Who's also having a very similar dream. (laughs) Somewhere, yeah, somewhere out there, I'm I'm the guitar player in her band (laughs) with Axl Rose. Oh, man. But what's going on in Axl Rose's dreams? He's just got some two random assholes in playing in a band with him. <laughs> I know so many people. Who are these nobodies showing up? In people? My... I'm Axl Rose, goddammit. Everybody loves me. I should get better people in my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> it is true that everybody loves Axl Rose. Yeah. Thank you, Axel. Uh, thank you for listening. We love your support. Um, Ang says that all of their visions led them here. But where is here exactly? Uh, they're in the center of the swamp. Mm-hmm. And they look up at this just absolutely massive tree above them. Yep, that's a big fucking tree. It is a very, very large tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aang says that the swamp, yeah, was calling them to this point. But Sokka says once and for all, no, it wasn't. There's no, nothing magical happening in this swamp at all. Mm -hmm. And of course, right on cue, a giant swamp monster made of vines bursts up from the water (laughs) below. There's nothing magical and there's definitely no vine monster. No big viney swamp monsters (laughs) coming to kill us in three Two, one. <laughs> See, it didn't come. Oh, shit, it came on four. Fuck. Well, nothing weird about that. Um, Yeah, it's this big viney monster. It's like this big Miyazaki monster almost. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Just kind of fun. It's got a torso and two huge arms made of these thick green vines. And a little wooden mask for a face. Yeah, so you know which way it's looking. Very convenient, <laughs> or uh, very considerate of the vine yeah. monster. Convenient for everybody else fighting against this thing. Yeah. Didn't need to do it, but had to add a little bit of personalization to this amorphous green blob. Yeah. Um, it starts swinging at them as they run away, screaming, and these long tendrils whip out in their direction. Uh, this thing grabs onto Sokka, and Aang frees him, but gets knocked away. Sokka takes a few more hacks at the monster and gets grabbed again as it starts like cruising through the water. Um, Katara surfs her way towards it and slices its arm open, revealing like a hollow center. Mm-hmm. But the vines creep back towards each other and reform the arm. Spooky. This thing's got a healing factor. No. Not good. That's very bad. It'll be hard to defeat, but if anyone can do it, it's these three kids. If only they had a firebender. Well, they don't know any firebenders, at least none that are on their side. Everyone knows that plants are strong against water. But what about, like, psychic and fairy? That's where things got too confusing for me. I don't know, yeah. That's too many types. Every time there's like a new game, I'm like, oh, I'll save the chart like to my phone and then I'll know 
like what types are strong, which ones are weak. And then mm-hmm. what am I going to do? Like whip out my phone to reference the chart before every move I make. Yeah, but they, they started learning that. So now they'll tell you uh, with the moves, they'll say this is strong against your opponent. Yeah, but what am I going to do, Brendan? Read? <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on. He's got to look for a word about. to be there. <laughs> Show me a picture that I can barely comprehend what is going on. Of a, of a Pikachu flexing. <laughs> Gotta recap at gmail.com if you want to send us a picture of Pikachu flexing. Fuck yeah. If you want to send us a picture of fat Pikachu flexing, mm-hmm. you know the one. Yeah. <laughs> if you just want to send us a picture of fat Pikachu in general, he doesn't need to be doing anything specific. Yeah. Yeah. Just want to see him. Brightens my day. See what he's up to. <laughs> I'm always gonna. I just want to make sure he's okay. You know, like I worry about him. No, he's doing great. Um, Katara pushes the monster away and runs at it, doing a cool like parting the Red Sea move. Mm-hmm. Katara's bending in this episode rules. Yeah, where's that been? <laughs> well, the, I mean. A lot of the time, she's kind of running around with like that little vial of water on her hip. Yep, her and now bucket. she's just surrounded. Yeah, her she's got her her bending bucket is what they call it. <laughs> but now she's very much in her element. This whole damn place is water all the way down. Hell yeah! So this is Katara's playground, and she makes the most of it. Um, she gets knocked back by some vines, as does Aang. The monster pulls Sokka into its viney mass and starts absorbing him. Mm-hmm. He will become one with the swamp. <laughs> it's like Homer disappearing into the bushes, but like much scarier. <laughs> In the swamp, part of the swamp. <laughs> He'll always be part of the swamp now. Um, smash cut to Appa hustling to escape those hungry swamp benders. Uh, it's a good old hoedown hootenanny with the banjo music blaring in the background. Yeah. Momo starts slinging their gear at them, trying to slow them down. And those like, what would a Limu need a shirt for? Oh, my God. So, again, it's like, yeah, these are not wild creatures, you imbecile. Very clearly. But they don't. Know that because they don't know anything. They're very dumb <laughs> and isolated from the world. That's scene. why they're waterbenders. Hey-o. Brendan, we just we just got finished talking about how good Katara Hey-o. is in this episode. Okay, right. <laughs> if you need to have it, I'll let you have it. <laughs> but I'm doing the rest of this episode under protest. <laughs> is that going to be okay? Yeah, fine. All right, cool. Uh, Appa ducks beneath a tree branch, but Momo gets knocked off his back and Tho has a sack already prepared and wraps Momo up in it. Mm-hmm. So got him in that, that Limu sack. <laughs> you told me I'm stupid for carrying this thing around. I told you it'd come in handy one day. <laughs> I paid a pretty, pretty penny for this thing, but that guy God, told God me damn this sack perfect for catching Limu. <laughs> You've always had it on the boat, but never put anything else in it. It's such a waste of space. Not anymore. <laughs> no, it's specifically for lemurs. I told you, know, you that. You can't fit another damn thing in it. If you put anything else in it, it breaks. <laughs> it's perfectly, yeah. It's attuned to the lemur skin. 
Don't ask me how I know. And don't ask me how it works. Swamp magic. It's just swamp magic. And you can hear from a distance Sokka going, there's no magic in the swamp. (laughs) And they get their own vine monster to fight. (laughs) Man, what a thrilling episode. (laughs) All you have to do to get the vine monster to go away is say you do believe in swamp magic and clap your hands. Yeah, as long as you believe... If, if you can see it, you can believe it, or whatever yeah. they say in the Santa Claus movie. <laughs> um, Yeah, Momo's in the bag. That's it for Momo. Mm-hmm. Series wrap on Momo. Rip. We had a good time with him, but he's done. Back to the fight. Aang rides an air scooter straight up the monster and creates like a big cyclone, twisting the vines out of shape. Uh, Katara freezes a big ball around Sokka, breaking him free, and then punches a big hole in the monster's mass, but it reaches down into the water, summoning more vines to patch up the hole and Mm -hmm. keeps fighting. This thing won't go down. What are you going to do about it? You can't. You punch these holes, but there's never-ending vine supply. Yeah. Gets knocked down, and it just gets up again. They're never going to keep it down. They have to stop pissing this fight away. <laughs> hey. You take a swamp drink, you take a swamp drink. You have another swamp drink because you're in a swamp. There's nothing but swamp drinks. There's nothing else to drink. <laughs> you don't like the swamp drink, but you have the swamp drink. <laughs> that was the dumbest thing we've ever done. <laughs> uh, Katara starts twirling her arms in a very similar fashion to our fan boat operators. Mm-hmm. But uh, instead, she is sending a series of these razor-sharp waves carving through the monster. Again, Katara, this rules. Do that, yeah. Just do it all the time. Yeah, but she won't. She's a stupid waterbender. <laughs> Even in situations that would re- require a gentle touch, mm-hmm. you still do Just the blade. deadly Heal blades. Them. Heal them with your water blades. <laughs> Cut off the parts that they don't need anymore, and they'll be better off for it. She's not ready to learn this lesson, but she'll get there. Mm -hmm. Um, It starts to come apart, and they can see that this is actually no monster at all, but there's actually a man inside of this piloting these vines like a vine mech. Mm -hmm. How's he doing that? Almost impossible to say. Yeah. Except we do get an answer for it later Damn. on. <laughs> he's, he's vine bending. That's cheating. I used to vine bend on my phone back in the day. Oh, like, Jesus Christ. Uh, you, you almost made me drop my croissant mm-hmm. and look at all those chickens. I was a real, mm-hmm. I was a master. I had mastered vine bending until they took the power away from me. Yeah, it's a damn shame. It is too bad. And I, it's. The only skill I had, I can't TikTok bend. I've tried as hard as I can, and no, I just can't I just do it. don't understand it. No. I didn't have a master to teach me the ways. <laughs> so maybe if I find one, things will turn around. Hey, the man is here. He grabs Katara, uh, but Aang blows a huge gust of air, pretty much mostly revealing this guy inside of these vines. And Aang speaks to him and says, why did you call us here? And the man lets the vines fall aside, and he says, I didn't call you here. (laughs) I don't know about this guy, Brendan. Yeah, he's a little weird. (laughs) I'm not convinced about this guy. 
He's the guy from Wild Thornberries, but all grown up now. Donnie? Donnie. That's it. Is that it? That is it, isn't it? Yeah, Darwin's the monkey. Clever. Yeah. Did they all have D name? No. Well, no. explicitly not. <laughs> no, there's Eliza. And, and Nigel. Nigel. But the and, sister was... And those are the only names I remember. <laughs> was the sister Debbie? Oh, might have been. So that's another D. Yeah, triple D. Why were there so many Ds but not all Ds? I don't know. Brendan, what do you what if, think about Ds? <laughs> are you doing a Ds nuts joke? Yeah, 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 I am. God damn. I'm I was so trying close. to get there before you, you fucking pulled it out. <laughs> But neither of us were successful. <laughs> One of these days I'll get you. <laughs> well, did you hear the part um, later on in the episode where they're talking about Updog? <laughs> I did. Yeah, it was good. That's my favorite part of the episode. <laughs> yes, and the Gunby <sighs> Dragon. <laughs> uh, you know, a minute ago when I said that the other thing was the stupidest thing we've ever done yeah. on the podcast. We both just tried to deez nuts each other. <laughs> the stupidest thing so far. So far. Yeah. <laughs> There's always time to one-up yourself or one-down yourself. Yeah, either way, we're <laughs> gonna, gonna do it. <laughs> we're gonna... <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, he's this stout older man wearing nothing but a little diapy made out of leaves. <laughs> And he's got a beard beneath just like the worst hair that you've ever seen. Got that swamp hair. He's got that bad swamp hair. It never moves. So it's like this little gray umbrella just permanently sitting on top of his head. <laughs> Not a good look. I don't know about this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Ang says they heard something calling to them here. As they were flying over, and Sokka explains, you know, Aang's the Avatar. This just kind of happens to him. It has never happened. <laughs> this is the first time this has happened. This specific thing, there's no precedent for this. No, the land has never called to him before. <laughs> oh, Aang, at it again. Oh, last, last week it was the, the desert calling to you. <laughs> I know. I'm calling to you, Aang, to stop all this tomfoolery. Still picking sand out of my crack. <laughs> Hashtag classic Aang, always talking to the earth. <laughs> That's just Aang in a nutshell. It's why we love him. Uh, the man says, the Avatar, come with me. Mm -hmm. And they do? And they do. Yeah, they just follow him. Fight's over. <laughs> okay. I mean, you did just try to kill us, but let's go. Uh he leads them up the big tree, and he says he's just protecting the swamp from people like Sokka and his big knife. Mm -hmm. um, Sokka does not take that in, though, and he's just more satisfied to know, like, ah, there's no magic here, just some crazy swamp guy. Yeah, and my knife. <laughs> and my big knife that I love and nobody is upset about. <laughs> Wait, I've, what had did you this, I've had this the whole time. <laughs> And what were you guys just talking about a second ago? My big knife? How this much you love it? This is my father's knife, the one that I love so very much. You know, Sokka has her necklace. I've got this knife. I've got my dad's big knife. We talk about them all the time. Oh, the swamp is a mystical place, all right. It's sacred. 
I reached enlightenment right here under the Banyan Grove tree. I heard it calling me, just like you did. Sure you did. It seems real chatty. See, this whole swamp is actually just one tree spread out over miles. Branches spread, then sink and take root, and then spread some more. One big living organism, just like the entire world. I get how the tree is one big thing, but the whole world? Sure. You think you're any different from me, or your friends, or this tree? If you listen hard enough, you can hear every living thing breathing together. You can feel everything growing. We're all living together, even if most folks don't act like it. We all have the same roots, and we are all branches of the same tree. And he gives this long speech that's basically like the lesson that we're supposed to take away from this episode. Yep. Just kind of stuffed in at the end here. Just kind of crammed in conveniently, but clumsily. So, like, it's a decent speech. Yeah. But also, yeah, a little ham-fisted to throw this in at the end of the episode. <laughs> like, this is why we did all of this here in the swamp. Yep. I don't know. It's, it's, not, it's, not, my, it's not the most graceful thing they've ever done on the show. No, no, it's not. <laughs> Would you expect it? I mean, this man himself is not the most graceful character. No, I didn't know what to expect for this episode at this point. I was like, where are we going? <laughs> We're kind of spinning our wheels here a little bit. <laughs> We're stuck in the swamp mud. Let's work towards a resolution. Huh? Weird swamp guy. <laughs> I don't like, I really don't like this weird swamp guy. <laughs> We like focus in on his face during the speech a couple times and he looks like a Rankin Bass character. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. And, and sounds like a Rankin Bass character. He does sound like one. His voice sounded very familiar to me. Uh, I obviously didn't take the time to look it up because that's cool. not what I do. No. We'll perhaps do that later, but probably not. We don't want to focus mm -hmm. on this guy any further than we have to. I did look up the name of that forest that's all one tree, but I Hit forgot me. it. Okay, never mind. I thought you did it right now. <laughs> no, I did it as I was watching the episode, which was like only a couple hours ago. <laughs> it's already gone. It's already gone. Uh, yeah, we had to fill that mind with the lyrics to the <laughs> Dig It song from Holes. Dig it up. Uh, ow. <laughs> That's the only part I remember. Uh, Katara asks about their visions and the man says that the swamp shows people uh, those that they love and think that they've lost, but actually they're still connected to them and live on in the roots of the world. Mm -hmm. Again, like, what are we doing here? <laughs> We've got to end this fucking episode, weird swamp guy. Uh, also, I mean, Brendan, a big tree... That like shows people like the voices of those who have died in their lives, but they live on forever in the roots of the tree. And also the name of the property has the word avatar in it. Oh, my God. Fern Gully. Y you've yes, you've nailed it. Shit. I smell copyright infringement all <laughs> over the place. 
Tim Curry's going to sue your ass. <laughs> I wish. Sue me, daddy, I say. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone ever <laughs> sexualized being sued? Probably. Probably, yeah. yeah. Probably. <laughs> I would say there's a very good chance of that. Not worth exploring this any further. Uh, although maybe on my personal time, because suddenly <laughs> I've had like a sexual awakening in this moment. <laughs> For criminal law. <laughs> yeah. oh, I guess it would be civil law. Civil law, civil law, yes. Oh, preponderance of the evidence. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Let's settle it. No, don't settle it. Don't settle it. You, oh, can, you can do my process. <laughs> All right. Uh, this old guy says, time is just an illusion. It's like, all right. Grandpa, time for bed. No, no, I have more. <laughs> no, no, he pulls out a bunch enough. of fortune cookie slips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not an original thought. Ang <laughs> takes this in and he realizes uh, the vision he had is someone that he will meet in the future. Oh, he just comes to that conclusion, huh? For no reason, because time because time is an illusion. Yeah, it's wibbly wobbly. I've heard. Uh, I yes, <laughs> I have nothing to add to that other than yes. <laughs> no, that's all. That's all that it needs. Um, Sokka says they do still need to find Appa and Momo. Uh, Aang somehow knows exactly what to do in this situation. Mm-hmm. He says, since everything is connected, he places his hand on the tree and closes his eyes. And like this glowing trail shoots out and runs through the roots of the tree all the way through the swamp and shows Aang the vision of Appa being caught in a giant net by these swamp folk. Mm -hmm. New avatar power unlocked, question mark? I guess so. Yeah, he can connect with plants now. But if the world is one big organism like this old man is leading us to believe, and can just do that anywhere at any time for anybody? Yeah, he can just scry now. That's just what he does. <sighs> He's getting a little OP. Mm -hmm. but and we're only in season two, baby. The, the <laughs> power creep is real. through season two. <laughs> we're, we're all, we've only just begun. Uh, I don't think he ever does this ever again on the show. <laughs> that checks out. I don't understand why you could do it now. It's just Avatar shit. They have to wrap up the episode. They couldn't. They couldn't figure out how to get them back together. They spent too much time with uh, old man nonsense, <laughs> and then they realized, oh shit, yeah, <laughs> we should have left a little bit more. Oh, what this, this was all bullshit. Fuck. Nobody's going to like this. Uh, we don't have a way out. It's animated. It's in the show. You can't take it out. No, no, we can't. There's no time. We've already spent the money. <laughs> yeah, we can't have another episode in the red. <laughs> Satisfied by the big score that they got, uh, Though sings a gruesome song about killing fish. Mm -hmm. uh, as they tow Appa behind them. And from the trees, Aang and Katara blast them away, freeing Momo in the process. Uh, Dew tries to fight back and bends a big wave in their direction, and they start bending it back and forth, and Katara's like, wait a minute, 
You guys are waterbending. Oh, I can't find another waterbender. That's illegal. I didn't know they had those out here. <laughs> Thought it was just me. You fucking yokels are waterbenders? Yeah, well, Do is like, that means we're kin. <laughs> and Katara is like very not thrilled at the suggestion of like, no. We're the same, you and I. No, no. Well, I mean... We have this one similarity. We are exactly alike <laughs> in the every rest of way. I'm not willing to take that leap. Like, I'm flattered, but no. <laughs> no, just no. Uh, yeah, it's very funny. But the fight is now over. Uh, Sokka rushes in, followed by the old man, and Do recognizes him and says, Hey, Hugh! Which is very funny. Sokka also thinks it's funny that this guy's name is fucking... Hugh. Yeah. Of all the names for this guy to have. Why wasn't Tho named Lou? Then they could have done a fun duck. Oh, that's a joke. thing. That is a thing that Hugh they could have done. Lou. They chose not to. And then their Uncle Scrooge comes around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> that is the catfish gator. They named it Uncle Scrooge. <laughs> no, we're writing a better episode, I think, right now. Yeah, probably. Uh Later on, they all share some possum chicken while sitting around a big fire. Possum chicken, again, a horrifying invention. Yeah, yeah. they did mention the possum chicken earlier. I'm glad that we don't ever have to actually see like a live possum chicken because I don't want to know what it looks like. I kind of do. Got to recap at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> now this is the one that I don't want. <laughs> Send, so we're it, both send it get, with the dolphin centipede. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're both getting our worst nightmares coming true on this show. So thanks, question mark. <laughs> um, Sokka asked them, why were you guys so interested in eating Appa? I don't know, because we were fucking hungry. We're hungry and it's big. The fuck? It's big. It would mean? feed us forever. What the fuck kind of question is that? Why do you keep breathing air? What the fuck? <laughs> Why are you in my swamp? Get out of here. Get out of my swamp. You're no longer welcome. Uh, he suggests they should eat the cat gators instead, but Dew is like, you want me to eat old Slim? <laughs> An even sicker suggestion than eating Appa in my yeah. mind. Hey, no, that's my pet. I'll eat someone else's pet. <laughs> Gladly. <laughs> in fact, can I eat your pet? <laughs> we can talk about this later. I'll, I'll, we'll negotiate. Um, though asks where they are from and they say the South Pole. He's like, oh, they got a nice swamp there too. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I mean, not really. <laughs> Katara is like, no, it's all ice and snow. And they stare at her in stunned silence. And they say, no wonder you left. <laughs> Got her ass. Which is pretty good. <laughs> she says, okay, well, you live in the swamp. All right, well, fuck you too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't come into your home and shit all over it. Well, we're not in your home right now, Katara. That didn't make any sense. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Sokka, again, suggests, oh, there was nothing mystical going on here the entire time, even though... At this point, it's been thoroughly proven that there was mystical shit going on yeah, the entire time. There absolutely was. 
but he just won't let it go. Nope. Also, this world is like full of mystical shit that happens all the time. So Constantly. why does he have to prove so much that it's not? He knows the spirit realm is real. His girlfriend turned into the fucking His girlfriend moon. is the moon now. <laughs> you, you can't you can't just like suspend your doubt a little bit. What is the problem with it being magic? Why can't it just be magic? Why does that bother you so much? Because he's not magic. It's not fair. That is true. It's just an, uh, add it to the long list of Sokka jealousy items. Yeah. Well, he'll get over it. He'll never get over Unlikely. it. Unlikely, yeah. Uh, Katara <sighs> reminds him of the visions that they were having in the forest. He's like, we were hungry. I'm literally eating a giant bug. <laughs> it does take a big bite out of a fly that's like the size of a football. Gross. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> that's really bad. Uh, and Aang's like, yeah, well, what about the vision that led us to Appa? And Sako just waves that off like, eh, that's Avatar stuff. That doesn't count. Yeah, there's nothing magical about the Avatar. No, no, that's its own separate category of stuff. <laughs> like, that is allowed to happen, and I don't even need to understand it. No. I do think that rationalization is very funny to me. Like, oh, yeah, Avatar yeah. stuff. That's just, you know, whatever. Yeah. Regular, everyday Avatar stuff. <laughs> There's always something new, but I love to see it. <laughs> uh, Sokka still doesn't know, though, how Hugh made the big tornado that pulled them down. And Hugh's like, I can't do that. I just bend the water inside of the plants. Stupid. That's stupid. I hate that. What's wrong with it? I hate that. That's plant bending. He's cheating. Well, there's water inside of plants. Well, then why can't they bend the water in the air? That is... Decent point. Stupid. They're opening a door I don't think they want to be opening. <laughs> yeah, don't do this to Brendan because <laughs> he should, will fucking take They should down. leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, the implications of what this man can do leads to certain destruction for everybody else on the show. <laughs> I will let it go if it never happens again. But Brendan, we're so much closer to your dream of shit and cum bending. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> It's right around the corner now. I'm bending the water in the shit. <laughs> in the shit. It's full of water. Unless, <laughs> like, your digestive system is fucked up. It's a really dry shit. <laughs> which case, you know. In which case it becomes Earth. <laughs> uh, yeah, it has different physical properties. We all know this. Because you could just, like, wet sand. Oh, my God. <laughs> just throw water on sand and suddenly you're an earthbender. Well, even that did happen in the uh, Avatar State episode. I guess that's... There that? was wet sand, but then, like, nobody could bend it. That's right. Yeah. So what the fuck? Who's, whose property does <laughs> that's it That's right. We now? talked about how they canceled each other out. <laughs> Who possesses that sand now? Because I would call, like, plants Earth. If we're going to have... If we're going to have to put everything into one of four boxes. <laughs> yeah, but plants are biological living organisms. Mm -hmm. So well, then, you could just, well, could you bend the water inside somebody's body? I don't know. Could you? I, I, by this logic, yes. You could bend someone's blood, which Anything I'm sure, I'm sure blood bending will happen at some point. If not in Avatar, then in its darker, older brother, Korra. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very scary and like something a Dracula would do. <laughs> yeah. 
are waterbenders Draculas? Yeah, they could be. I fucking hate Draculas. So, okay, Brendan, you're going to shit all over waterbenders for the millionth time, but if it turns out that they're also Draculas at the end of the day? I don't know. I hate them. They get stronger at night? (laughs) Oh my God, you have a very good... This is a very solid line of argument. Waterbenders are the best. They are Draculas. <laughs> it's, it's determined. No one can beat that. Nobody can beat that. I, I, it'd be, it would be tough to beat a Dracula. <laughs> I've never done it. <laughs> Try as they, I could might. Just, they could just bend the garlic away. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They could bend the water that's inside of the garlic away because uh-huh. they can bend the water that's inside of all plants at all times. Yeah, they could just bend any plant. It's ridiculous. No, these vines are very full of water because they're in the swamp. (laughs) I don't know. They're very sopping wet plants. I don't like it. (laughs) This is is a very slippery slope they're treading on here. Let's slide down it, baby. (laughs) See where this thing leads. Uh, It's going to be fine. Uh, We do get one last shot of that very good bird that flies into the frame and screams again before being swatted away by a vine. Very good stuff. Yeah, yeah, like a porky pig bird. Yeah, that's all, folks. Ah! (laughs) If only porky pig just came in and did a blood-curdling scream. Screamed at us to sign (laughs) off every episode. And somehow that ended up becoming like an iconic thing that people talk about over the years. (laughs) I would love that. (laughs) Gotta recap at gmail.com if you make an edit of Porky Pig (laughs) signing off the episode, but is just doing a very brutal high-pitched scream. (laughs) I hope your scream shows up in the recording because uh, Discord did not allow that through. (laughs) It heard that and broke you off. Yeah, There's going to be some peaking on that. Just like this <laughs> peak podcast performance right now. Hey, one last scene in the episode. Oh, and it's a good one. You remember that Zuko and Iroh were actually in this episode? Yeah, they were there. A lifetime ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, here they are again. That rude swordsman is walking down an alley at night. Mm-hmm. But he hears something coming for him, and he draws his weapons. And from the shadows, someone grabs him and throws him into some boxes, knocking him out. And whoever this is picks up the twin swords and the camera pans up to reveal who it is. Brendan, it's the blue spirit. Oh, shit. Remember that guy? Yeah. So while the boat was exploding, he grabbed the mask before he jumped (laughs) off. I know. I'm looking at the scene like... Oh, yeah, I guess he probably did lose, like, the swords that he had. Yeah. When the ship sunk. But he had the mask. <laughs> but, like, did he have the mask on his person at all times? He must have. Yeah, he must have had it every time we've ever seen him. He's just always carrying it in his pocket, much just like the case. Limu bag. He's got a blue spirit mask bag mm-hmm. that he always has, and it's always filled. But when Iroh says, you've always got this bag on you, like, what's in there? Just don't touch it, Uncle. It's just porn. It's porn. It's porn- pornography. That would not keep. No, Iroh that's out right. That, that wouldn't. If anything, <laughs> that's that would a draw. <laughs> yeah. Just be waiting for him to go away. Like finally, Uncle's getting his hands on that bag. It's just a lot of very unsexy things, Uncle. <laughs> that would keep him away. Yeah. It's just the most unsexy thoughts and no drugs at all. <laughs> all right, I don't care about that bag. 
Oh, you can well. have it. <laughs> Keep it. <laughs> that's that's your bag. Uh, anyway, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. That was episode 24 of Avatar. Uh, the Swamp is what they called that one. Mm-hmm. Brendan, what did we think about The Swamp? I thought it was kind of boring. But yeah, I agree. But fine. It was a it was fine. There's yeah. fun bits yeah. to be found in it. I liked the I liked the the hillbilly guys. They were fun. You love that a new character class on this mm-hmm. show. Yep. Um otherwise I don't know. I'm <laughs> I'm a bit confused about some of it. I don't like the vine bending nonsense. There are weird implications with Stuff like that. And then Aang's like ability to track down Appa <laughs> by placing his hand on the tree. And it make an, it made an electric sound as it was traveling. That didn't make any sense either. No, no. But you know, it is what it is. Some weird abilities. Yeah, Katara like using new abilities that we've never seen her do before, which is like cool. They were all really good, but it mm-hmm. does then lead you to be like, well, Katara, do do that a little bit. Katara, more. come on. You're really holding out. You're dragging everyone down. Yeah. Put if this is what you're capable of, put it on full display at all times. Although, again, this is like the <laughs> this is the wettest environment they've been in since Katara has become a waterbending master. That is true. Yeah. Um, overall, though, I think that this was Probably the weakest episode of the season so far. I think I would agree. Yeah. But again, it's it was not fine. Like, I I don't. Yeah, I didn't hate it. <laughs> I I don't know. It's OK. It it needs like a better. I feel like it needs like a better B plot with like yeah. all the characters that we've got now kind of like hanging in the balance like. Zuko and Iroh have got their stuff going on and we get like tastes of that and what we get is pretty good. Yeah, I think it would have been cool to spend more time maybe with Zuko like hunting that guy down. Sure. Like before he puts on the the mask or whatever. Um, when you when you talked about like the boomy episodes not doing anything for the plot, I think I feel that way about this episode. Uh, all this did was set up that girl, I guess. Sure. And show that Zuko still has the mask. <laughs> That's true. That's fair. Although, no, Brendan, we, we learned the important plot point that the world is connected. One race, the human race. The uh, time is just an illusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't um, know. I, my problem with like the boomy stuff is that I, I feel like we're wasting boomy you i mean i've i've talked about this at length that's fair yeah that's my biggest thing is like i want so much more out of boomy and then those episodes don't do like anything Mm -hmm. and this one i don't have a boomy i have this weird old swamp man that i actively dislike (laughs) don't actually like yeah okay that's they if they don't do anything with him i'm glad that they don't because (laughs) there's less of a chance that he'll ever show up again and that's good that's good for me i think it's unlikely this guy will be back I don't think he's a fan fave. I could unless be wrong. We, unless we come back to this swamp, which I guess could happen. That's they set up po- this that's tree possible. to feel important. It's a big ass tree. It is. I I expect if it ever comes back, the Fire Nation has lit the swamp on fire, and they have Too to wet. go save it. Yeah. Too wet. You couldn't do it. <laughs> they would just bend all the water from the tree and put the fires out. 
and rain it down at a big cloud on top of the fires. Oh my that's god, fine, waterbenders can control the weather. Yeah, that's true. They're they can bend the water well. in the clouds. Their power is limitless, we're finding yeah. out. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. <laughs> uh yeah, this episode's kind of a clunker. It's like it feels like we didn't make a lot of progress yeah. on I mean, anything. It had to happen. We've gone a good amount of time into this season without like a filler episode. Yep. Uh so we were overdue, I think. But we've just gotten so much so many like better filler episodes that happened in season one. Yeah. That we know they're capable of doing a better job of that. We've also gotten, I think equally bad if not worse filler episodes in season one so like anything yeah. anything is possible at yeah. any time <laughs> i just think i think season two was on such a roll that this feels like like a huge like kind of takes the wind out of your sails a bit like very yeah. excited about the season and then you get this episode and you're just like oh well, I, I hope the next episode is better <laughs> exactly where i'm at i'm like man i hope this rebounds from here like i don't <laughs> remember what the next episode is exactly but like we gotta pick it back up. I mean, we don't. It's not like it's a dire situation, but it's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Let's let's not do let's not do this again, huh? Mm-hmm. So, uh, not our favorite. I think it's safe to say. Mm-mm. But uh, they tried. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Episode twenty four, the swamp. Uh, thumbs down. But uh, we'll get them next time. Yeah, I'm still hopeful. I'm still hopeful, too, uh, but you know what would fill me with all sorts of hope and uh, loving, warm emotions is if you would read us an email right now. Email song. That's the short email song. Hey, this email's from Joseph. Hello, Joseph. Hello, Joseph. He says, hey, guys, just to be clear, uh, the Badger Moles taught Oma and Shu how to earthbend. They didn't make them earthbenders. So he's saying... That they didn't gain the ability to earthbend from these creatures. They always had it. Um, but the badger moles kind of showed them the way. Uh, uh, that's fair. We were probably having a little bit of cheeky fun. Yeah, this. yeah. I just don't I like that animals can bend. I do like that animals can bend. I think that's fun. Uh, what do we got for water bending animals? Fish. Fish. <laughs> 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 they could bend the plants. Plants, yeah, plants. Well, I mean, those are a fish. A fish could make itself legs out of uh, seaweed. (laughs) This sounds awesome. (laughs) And 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 take over the dry land. That is how the first uh, creatures walked up out of the water. (laughs) That is what we're descended from: is fish that walked (laughs) around with seaweed legs. (laughs) I would love to see that. Got to recap at (laughs) gmail.com. Uh, Uh, He he finishes up the email by saying, it's just like how Master Paku taught Katara, but she could bend before that. Yeah, Um, I I, I think just the wording of like the story was a little bit confusing. They were like, they became the first earthbenders. Mm -hmm. Did almost make it seem like an implication that like they gave them the power. But yeah, it's clearly not. They had some sort of latent ability inside. They were fumbling around with it until the moles showed them the way. They got really angry one time and thought they saw a rock lift up the ground a little bit. 
said, was that me? No, no, couldn't have been. Nobody's ever done this before. Mm -hmm. But the badger moles showed them the way and said, yes, that that was you. Now do it again. The badger. So do the badger moles do martial arts? Uh, yeah, that's safe to say. I would like to see the badger moles do. I don't. I. I don't know what kind of martial arts all the bending styles are, but whatever the earthbending one is, I would like to see the badger moles do that. I'd like to see a badger mole wearing like a really big gi. <laughs> Ooh, spinoff, spinoff show. Karate moles, karate badger yeah, moles. Yeah, karate badger moles. That's a great name too. It's not a very good name, but it's a like, great name. It implies greatness on the show. What if we put? You know, Mutant in front of it. Mutant karate badger moles. <laughs> Heroes living underground. <laughs> Heroes that can't see. Heroes that rely on sound. <laughs> uh, this sounds like a decades long uh, licensing gold mine for us. <laughs> now, this is going to be good. <laughs> uh, thank you for your email, Joseph. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Joseph. As usual, you know, you're probably looking at this the right way, whereas Brendan and I spout <laughs> stupid bullshit like Let's take the piss out of everything. <laughs> karate badger moles. <laughs> Living mountains digging holes. <laughs> we gotta wrap this show up. Hey, uh, yeah, thank you, Joseph, for emailing us. If anyone else wants to email us, you can do so at gotarecap at gmail.com. In case you didn't know from the many times we said it throughout mm -hmm. this one episode. <laughs> We've got a long list of action items for people out there, and we expect every one of you to fulfill every one of those items. Send us all your shit posts. <laughs> yeah, all these <laughs> terrible, terrible YouTube poops that we've asked you to make. Send them our way. And we'll uh, put them on our YouTube and take all the credit. Yum, 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 yum. Yeah, give me those dollars. <laughs> Gonna put so many ads for political campaigns in these <laughs> videos you made. It's just the only way. Mm -hmm. um, at Gotta Recap on social media, you can also contact us there. Uh, head to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Drop us a five-star review of the show. I think... Some of the stupid bullshit that we've said in this episode definitely warrants that perfect score. Mm -hmm. If not this episode, then which episode? I can't think of a better one. No. Top-notch stuff. We really outdid ourselves with this one. Some say they couldn't do it. Some said <laughs> they shouldn't have done it, but you couldn't stop them from doing it. Nope. And you'll never stop us from doing it. Hey, Brendan. Hey, Nick. The swamp. Mm -hmm. Huh? The swampy swamp. I'm about to go down a dangerous road here. <laughs> the one that leads to the swamp? <laughs> Things got a little wet in this episode, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and I hope, I, I'll tell you what, let's clean this up a little bit. <laughs> I hope we wet your appetite for what's yet to come. Oh. This show. I don't even know if I used that phrase the right way. Uh, yeah, you did. Hey, we did a pretty good job here today. We'll see you all next week for episode 25. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.